Are you holding off on training your loan partners, your loan assistants, your team members and support staff on how to wow your clients? Are they getting that kind of training from you? You probably plan on training them if you get a few extra hours, but when does that happen realistically? And meanwhile, your team is doing the best they can with the information that they have. But you know, this kind of training really doesn't exist anywhere else. When you do the training, that means you're not as responsive as you want to be with your clients and you're not hitting your closing and income goals as a loan officer. So how much is it costing you to not have a team that's properly trained how to wow clients and referral partners so that they only want to work with you because of the great experience that they're getting? We teach them how to use efficient step-by-step processes and systems that work how to follow up so nothing falls through the cracks and loans close on time and even early, how to build wonderful relationships with clients, how to wow people so they go, man, that was an amazing experience. The members of his or her team are amazing. They're so on it. How to use scripts and dialogues for winning clients, setting expectations and communicating with clients so that you can prevent problems down the road how to handle difficult clients, how to make clients feel appreciated and valued, and how to handle and overcome objections. It might be time to ask for some help. That's why we're here. Loan Team Training has our next live WOW training coming up. We train your team for you so you can focus on closing loans. Check it out at LoanTeamTraining.com for our next class and see how many five-star reviews we have from past WOW training participants and their loan officers who sent them at LoanTeamTrainingReviews.com. Remember, it's an interactive virtual training with live trainers, and we train any of your support staff that is communicating with clients and referral partners. Our sessions are 9 to 11.30 Pacific time. Check us out and sign your loan partner or team member up at LoanTeamTraining.com. Welcome everybody to the Loan Officer Team Training Podcast. And I am super excited today to have Frank Garay here on the podcast with us. Welcome, Frank. It's an honor to have you. Oh, you're so kind. It's great to be here. (laughs) Thanks, Irene. (laughs) Hey, I wanted to go back and uh, let everybody know how I met you the first time, how I heard about you, and then Mm -hmm. uh, we can talk a little bit about your journey. But when I first heard about Frank Gray, you were on Think Big, Work Small. Remember back then? What year did you start that, Frank? Uh, we so the everything got started on July second, two thousand seven. That was the first video that I shot. Okay, and that was heading starting to start go to get deep into the big financial crisis. That's yes. when things started to start slipping away, and people were kind of like, "Wait a minute, what's going on here?" And so that's when it started. We were actually called the Daily Patrick in the very beginning for about four or five months. My brother Patrick was doing a video with me, uh-huh. and he's so funny. He's such a great guy. And but he had to he had to stop after about six months. He had to he had to go find a real job, right? <laughs> but then about three or four months in, or something like that, with Pat, we were calling the Daily Patrick. I don't know why, just because he's funny. We were working 
on a uh, a, a software. We were trying to build some kind of a software product. I don't remember what it was even, Irene. I, I just can't remember. But uh, my business partner at the time, Leo Shrupp, uh, he loved the phrase, think big, work small. And it's, a, it's some quote from somebody, I don't know, Jim Rohn or somebody, right? Uh-huh. And he just loved it because, you know, you're thinking big, but you work small to get there, right? You know, you mm-hmm. have big goals, but you take s- small steps to... To get there, and he always thought it was great. And I said, "Hey, man, let's just uh, call this product we're working on Think Big, Work Small." He goes, "Oh, that's cool." And then we just kind of decided to, with the video, the video thing was happening, and we had this product. And I was like, "Maybe they can fit somehow." You know, I don't know. So we started calling the show Think Big, Work Small, or the TBWS Daily. For, yes, and and know, I loved the name of it. That's what attracted <laughs> me originally was the name of it. I thought, "Wow, that's really cool." That's yeah. a cool name. So thank goodness that you, I don't know, somehow purchased a list of all the loan officers, all the real estate agents, whatever. I don't know how you did that. I'll find out. But And I was in a small rural community in Arizona. I would have never heard about you any other way. So I'm grateful that you picked, purchased the list and I was able to listen to you every day because during that 2007, 2008, that's when all the financial crisis was happening in the mortgage yeah. world. And mm. man, listening to you, you and Brian... It was a daily thing that I did that I listened to, and it was it was uplifting to me. Yeah, to be able to know that other people were in the same world because you feel disconnected from the world if right. you're in, a, especially in a small rural community. You know, you're not talking to a bunch of other loan officers that are productive and that type of thing in that area. So right. it was great. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it, and then I got to meet you through Carl White. And the mortgage marketing animals. And I got to go to an event that you came to. And it was the psychology of execution. That was a big deal. And a video. I don't even remember. No, I don't. (laughs) There's been so many. It's been so long. And and just to be just to to let you know, there was no list bought at all. Everything that we did was 100 percent organic. It was just people were sharing it and sharing it and people subscribing to it. We didn't even have a way to subscribe in the beginning. We didn't know what we were doing. We had nobody to look to as far as how do you do something like this? Nothing. So it was all learning from, you know, flying from the seat of our pants and just kind of learning as we went. And it was fully organic. And yeah, we, we grew to a a list of golly, like at least a quarter million people, you know, originators and even real estate agents, a lot of real estate agents and a lot of originators across the country in a pretty short order. You know, it took a couple of years to really get get all those people in there, maybe two or three mm-hmm. years, but but it was 100% organic. And and I don't remember the event you're talking about at all. There, there's yes. been a, a lot of journeys, a lot of travels, a lot of, you know, me and Brian were getting flown around the country quite a bit in the early days. You know, I'd say like 2008, 2009, uh, oh my goodness! 2010, we were get we there, we were in high high demand, and we were getting yes. flown everywhere. We were traveling three, four, five times a month, and it was. Uh, I got burnt out on it. To tell you the truth, Irene, it's I was a like, lot. I'm done with this. Yeah, this yes. is like too much. But yeah, they were exciting times in the in the national. Now we had to change the name to the National Real Estate Post because of some political things with the company that we were with or whatever. And we really, the the company, the, the mortgage brokerage kept Think Big, Work Small. They We started to develop a product with them, a rate alert product, mm-hmm. similar to MBS Highway, something like that, but uh-huh. nowhere near as good. We started to, to kind of do something like that. And at the end of the day it was, you know, me and Brian were getting a lot of attention. We did a video that got, I'm not kidding you, Irene, it probably got 10 million plus views, maybe even 20 million views. It was a video I'm... We were picking on the FDIC about their sweetheart deal they made with One West Bank or somebody. I can't remember. It was with the IndyMac debacle or something. Uh-huh. And it got like tens of millions of views. The FDIC actually had to put out a press release on our video and say, you know, 
They're not telling the truth. They're full of it. Do not listen to these men in black shirts. Right. So that freaked out our our mortgage company who was kind of like hosting us. And and uh, they said, and then the CFPB was coming around and they were like, we can't have you guys connected to us in any way. You guys are out of control. You know, like this is not good. So we had to separate from them. I think that was in 2009 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they got to keep all the good stuff. Like they kept their name, the name, they kept the product, they kept all that stuff. And they said, you guys are gone, but you can have your database and you can market to them. And here's a little bit of money. They gave us a little bit of money, you know, and said, get out of here. And they were all uh, sweet guys. I love those guys to this day. They love us. It was just- Just didn't work at the time. It had to happen that way. Yeah, because otherwise we would have brought too much attention to them and it, and it, it wasn't right. So- we went out on our own. We changed to the National Real Estate Post. Yeah, we just charged forward and just never stopped ever. And it helped know, a lot a of time. people, Frank. A lot of people you helped it, throughout it the journey. It did, I know. And I know you got a lot of that feedback over the years yeah. from people, but yeah. it, it made a big difference in people's lives. So that was the beginning. For me, that was the beginning of how I met you. So yeah. tell us about when... I know originally you got into the mortgage business as an LO. Mm. And uh, tell us how that started for you. Like what so, made you get into it? That's a good question. It was 35 years ago. It was uh, January of 1987 that I got licensed and became a, a mortgage, mortgage broker, a loan officer for a small mortgage brokerage in Vallejo, mm-hmm. Vallejo, California. But I was in the Navy. I went out of high school. I went into the Navy. I was in the Navy for six years. I wound up in Honolulu, Hawaii, where I was based, right? And uh, I was time to get out of the Navy and I could have stayed in or I could have got out and I actually tried to stay in, but they wouldn't give me what I wanted. And so I was like, well, screw it. I'll get out. So I got out and I got a job with a contractor that was working for the Navy, right? So they would show up and do, we were civilian contractors, but we do some work for for the Navy. But I tell you, this was back in the day when the military contractors were just screwing over the military, like hardcore. They were like, sure, we'll do that for all this money. They'd show up for like 10 minutes and go home. And that's what we were doing. We'd show up and we would just like, okay, it's nothing to do. Go home, wait for a call. Like I was not working and getting paid. And I thought this isn't going to last. I don't like this. Right. So Mm -hmm. my mother was in real estate here in California. She's still a broker today for about 43 years. Wow. And uh, in real estate. And I thought, well, maybe I'll get into that. So I talked to her and it's really kind of interesting. I I said, hey, Maya, you know, I think I want to maybe do that or something. She says, well, I tell you what, fly out here. You can cruise around with me. You can cruise around with a loan officer friend of mine, and you can cruise around with an appraiser friend of mine. You kind of get a feel for all the aspects of this business, and you kind of pick what you'd like to do. So I went around with her, which was cool. I actually like the real estate side. It was kind of neat. I went around with the appraiser. Totally sucked. Could not deal with that whatsoever. Like, this is <laughs> not me at all, right? Then I went around with these loan guys, you know, and I hung out with them for a few days. I was like, these guys are crazy. You know, like, these guys are neat. And they were like the pirates, of the of the of the real estate industry, you know, they were just swashbuckling, you know, kind of <laughs> just really fun guys, you know. And I said, I think I'm going to do this, and so then I got my license and I went to work for this small little brokerage in Vallejo, California. It was called Advent Mortgage. There was about five or six loan officers, a couple of broker partners, you know, a couple of processors, and uh-huh. we were handwriting good faith estimates and. <laughs> handwriting 1003s and typing up VOEs and typing up VODs. Yep. And, you know, when we got a fax machine, it was like, whoa, look at that thing. That is outrageous. <laughs> you know, we were like, this is cool. And yeah, uh, yeah so that's kind of how it all started. And then my journey progressed from there. Yeah. So I love it. I love talking to successful people like you that have a journey that doesn't get shared that often. And so that's no. why I, I like to share on this on this particular podcast, I love mm. to share how you got to where you are. So after mm. you were in the mortgage business, you started mm. the Think Big Work Small. And then right. after th- that, 
you started to journey into other areas. So tell us a little bit more about that, what you've done since then. Going the, the mortgage journey was quite interesting for me. I, I went from brokering, or I was a broker the whole time, right? And I and I worked for that small company. Then I wound up opening my own brokerage, right? And it was called Acceptance Mortgage Group. And it was just me and a partner and a few LOs. And you know, we did that for several years. But then um, we started coming into the millennial, right? Mm-hmm. So we we started heading into the year 2000 and I was just in this weird place, Irene. I was like, you know, unfortunately I was going through kind of a, you know, a divorce, a separation and just, I was lost. You know, like I say that 1998 through 2000, I was just kind of floundering in it all and not really sure about anything and not sure what I wanted to do. And just everything was, it was a dark time for me. You know, I found myself on New Year's Eve 2000, right? New Year's Eve 2000. 2000. Uh, in this house, I was here with my wife now. She wasn't my wife at the time, but we were living together here in this home. And And I was in the front yard, the year 2000, and it was cold, and I think it was raining. Mm-hmm. And I was a little depressed, right? And I just thought to myself, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, I've got this skill set, you know, that I've worked on for years. I know these people, these real estate people. This industry makes a ton of money if you just apply yourself. Yes. What the hell am I doing? You know, shake it off. Mm-hmm. Get over yourself, right? And I tell you, man, I just made a change. It was New Year's Day, of course. Everybody was off, right? New Year's Day. But I decided that what I wanted to do was I wanted to explore corporate America, right? And uh, so I, I told I told Dave, I'm done. You can have this. You can do whatever you want. My partner at the time, the brokerage, I'm through. I'm moving in a different direction. I got to go. Right. I, I wound up working for Washington Mutual for, oh boy. <laughs> for six months, for six months and, uh, you know, doing pick, pick a payment, right. Doing the, the NAGAM loans, uh-huh. you know, do it, doing Washington Mutual. It was very interesting. Like, this is really weird. And then I got recruited by Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. By a friend of mine in the business, John John Lowe, I got re- recruited by him. So I, they had a better product mix and things. Like, and they, he said I could be a branch manager. And who, you know, my big head, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know. And so I, you know, I, I went down that path, and it was really interesting to go into corporate America like that, and with Wells Fargo in, in particular. One thing that was nice though is like I got like you know, medical benefits and like dental benefits, you know, and these types of, you know, basic things that are like, this is pretty cool. You know, I got a 401k and they were contributing. I was like, well, this is kind of neat, you know? And uh-huh. I, so I went down the path of that for about three years and uh, just got to the point where it's like, ah, I think I want to go back to brokering, went into brokering, wound up, you know, that was 2003. Then we made it to 2007 where everything started to fall apart. And I was running a big branch at the time it, 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 with the mortgage brokerage. Mm-hmm. But so then took off with the Think Big Work Small, which became the National Real Estate Post. That went on for 15 years wow. and still goes on today. Still goes yes. on today. Brian Stevens is still doing the National Real Estate Post. But this is about a year and a half ago. I made a transition and I made a transition to the marketing animals. And and when I made the transition, because I mean, I'm just older than Brian, right? I'm 60 years old. He's 50. And I tell you, Irene, look, the, if you're if you're a 30 year old hanging out with a 40 year old, it's pretty still pretty pretty similar, you know, thoughts and, you know, lifestyles and and things like that. If you're 40 year old hanging out with a 50 year old, still pretty similar, not not a lot of difference, but I don't know, man, just the difference between 50 and 60 at 60 for me anyway, I'm just in a different world, like in a different place. And, and, you know, I had to just, I had to make a change. I needed to help my mom with some stuff. I need, there was some family things that were going on too, 
Uh, and I just thought, man, I just got to make a change. So I hit up Brian and I, and I said, Hey man, I'm going to, I'm going to take off and you can have all this. You can keep it. You can run with it. And he said, well, where are you going to go? I said, I have no idea. <laughs> and I did leave. I had no idea. I, I remember that morning, my wife came downstairs and I looked at her and said, Oh, Hey, uh, yeah, I'm leaving Brian and the national Real estate post today. And she goes, Oh, okay. Um, do you have a plan? Do you know uh, what you're doing? And I said, no, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you just knew that it was time. It was. And I, you know, I'm a Christian, you know, and I, it was a very spiritual thing for me. I was, I was doing a lot of praying about it and just feeling kind of trapped, not by Brian or anything like that. I just right. like within my own head, you know, I was feeling like I just I needed to move. I needed something to happen. I was just feeling kind of stuck. And, mm-hmm. and then I just, you know, I didn't hear God say, you can leave Frank. You know, I didn't hear anything like that, but I just really had a very, very yeah, profound, deep sense that I can do something else. I don't have to stay here. I can mm-hmm. I can move on. Brian can have, hey, if I leave this with Brian, he's got a lot of stuff, a lot going on there. You know, oh, yeah. like, I'm not hurting anybody. And I knew that there would be something for me. I just I just knew it. So, you know, I, I, I took off. I called a couple people, Carl being one of them. And I've known Carl for 20, over 20 years. And, yeah. and I absolutely adore him and love him. And he and I have been very good friends through, he had a journey as well, a very, amazing journey as well. And we kind of both kind of got started around the same time on this different path of, you know, him coaching and products and, you Mm -hmm. know, us with the National Real Estate Post. And it was just, we kind of got started at around the same time, but he and I have always, for whatever reason, we clicked. Me and Carl just were just close friends. Well, we both like motorcycles. We're both ham radio operators. And, you know, he's a private pilot. I I never finished my license, but I was flying planes. I was soloing, flying airplanes and, you know, so- and then, of course, the more the tie, you know, the, the mortgage ties and all that kind of thing. So we were just always really, really close and really good friends. And and when I hit him up, said, "Hey, man, I'm looking. Is there something you could do?" He's like, "Absolutely," you know. So yes. came on over. We flew out to Florida, met with Carl and and uh, with our with my wife and everything. It was just a great, great get together. It was so painfully obvious that this is exactly what was supposed to happen. And when it was supposed to happen, right? Yes. It, it, I needed to go through kind of a journey on my own. I mean, I had, I wound up quitting drinking seven years ago. I was quite the drinker through the whole National Real Estate Post thing. And that became problematic, you know, but, uh-huh. you know, quit drinking seven years ago. And then, you know, that I think all that stuff kind of lined everything up to be right to make this transition, you know, over yes. to the animals. Now I host the Loan Officer Breakfast Club, which is like, one of my favorite, here it is. I don't know if this yep. is going to be on video or I not, can see here. it. Yep, I love yeah, it. Yeah, So, I mean, it's like, I am. I have never been happier in the mortgage space in my whole life as I am right now. And what's even better, and I'll shut up because I know you probably want to ask something. This is probably going on too long. But No, I love it. But, but what's even cooler is, is having met with Carl and you and other Freedom Clubbers and coaches and now been involved with, with animals for a year and a half now in December. I think it'll be a year and a half or close to yeah. it. You know, I've absorbed everything and I've become fully infused with everything. And I'm just like, the lights have turned on for me. Like this business is amazing. And it's, and you can do such amazing things in this business if you have a plan and you have the help. If you have the plan, if you have a plan, a real plan, which the daily success plan is, you have a real plan that really works. And if you can get the help, right, to make, to build a machine, you can build an amazing business in this industry, like an amazing business. And yes. you don't have to run your own company. You can work within a company and still build an amazing business. And so with all that in mind, I've got my daughter and my son who both have situations that make it difficult for them to just participate in the working world, 
right? Like uh-huh. a regular America, you know, going to get a job. It just doesn't work for them. We've mm-hmm. got autistic kids. We got a single mom. We got, all, you know, all these kinds of things. Yes. But I realized I can do something for these kids. I can put together a mortgage business for them. I'm going to help orchestrate it. I'm going to help put it together for them, but I'm not part of it, it per se, right? right? Yeah, I'm not part of it, but I'm going to make sure that everything gets done the right way from the very beginning. I've got there the daily go. success plan, right? I've got the, I know what help I need to put in place. I'm putting that in place immediately. I'm working with you. I'm about to get a, a virtual assistant and send them through your wow training, right? Awesome. So why would I not do that? Mm-hmm. Right? Like you're going to help me train this person. Thank you. Yes. I'll do that. I, and you know, here's the thing. I, I know I'm just blabbing away, but here's one thing that I want everybody to take something away. This this is really, really important. This is something that Carl White taught me that will stick with me forever now. You do not have to try and figure everything out on your own. Stop it. It's a yes. waste of time. It, that's in regard to every aspect of the mortgage industry. There yes. are people, especially in the Freedom Club, right? In the Freedom Club, we've got so many remarkable, remarkable people that are doing insanely crazy, amazing things right now, just destroying it, making all kinds of money, doing all kinds of stuff who figured everything out. Right. And they're, Mm -hmm. and it's all there. So what Carl taught me, because I watched Carl over the past 20 years, right. And because he and I have been running side by side for a long time, but I watched Carl, that guy, that guy was never egotistical in any way, shape or form. And he still is not today. Carl White doesn't believe he knows it all. Okay. He doesn't. He'll readily say that. Yes. Right. So Carl spent a lot of time learning, trying not to waste time, trying to figure out something on his own. He always connected himself to very impressive individuals who were already doing something that he needed to learn how to do. Yes. Right. And he learned from from them. Carl is a he's a sponge that figures out I want to do this, but I'm going to see who's done it already. And I'm going to see if I can connect with those people and learn from them first before I do anything. Yes. Before I before I do it, instead instead of just trying to figure it out all figure it all out on your own, this is where I think Brian and I, we should have been more like Carl. We should have been those who readily and eagerly sought out others who were already doing something at a high level and learned learned from them. And we just tended to not to do that. I'm not putting anything down. I, I don't want that to come across that way. It's just something we didn't we didn't think to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And as I watch Carl and, and his progression through his career, it's like, man, that guy. And now he's at this place where he's got this remarkable, remarkable business. And even to this day, and I know this for a fact, because I was just with Carl somewhere, Carl was learning more. Yes. He was, he was speaking to a guy that was higher. I don't want to say higher, a, a progre- who's progressed further than him. Right. Mm-hmm. And learning from that guy. Yeah. Right. He's not too proud to think he knows it all. That's right. You know, and so in this business, and I'm so blessed to be part of the Freedom Club and the animals now with my daughter and my son and trying to put this thing together. I'm just like, this is I, Irene. It's actually like easy because I don't have to think of anything. That's I just right. have to ask, hey, how did you do that? Or yes. How do you do that? You know, and I, you can ask the people on Breakfast Club. I do it all the time. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Like, how do you handle this? Right. <laughs> and I get these guys saying, you do it this way, you do it that way. It's like, oh, that's good. I'm going to write that down. That's yes. good. You, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to try and figure anything out. Nope. Why should I? No, Why you don't should need I? to reinvent the wheel. You just, no. <laughs> people are, have already figured it out. They've already gone down that path and they are yeah. happy to share it because everybody in the Freedom Club, in the Mortgage Marketing Animals and the Freedom Club, they share with each other. 
if yeah. they don't share, they're not the right fit for our group. It's totally true. Yeah. And it started with Carl because that is really important to Carl. And yeah. it's important to everybody in the group. And he is amazing to watch. I have had a front row seat for the last 13 years to watch Carl progress, to watch him learn, to watch the light bulbs go off in his in his mind when we're talking. And, you know, just seeing him in a group setting, seeing him in a, a private setting with his wife and his family. And it's just been an amazing journey to watch. It and really so is. I, I feel I'm impressed. so blessed to, that we are part of that, right? That we're I able do. to be. Yeah. I am overwhelmed with gratitude, you know, that I've been able to connect with, with the team, you know, with Animals yes. Freedom Club, Carl, you, because it's just like, wow, what a neat place to be. I mean, everybody's just so great. At the, we, we were both in Nashville, right? You were yes. there, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we were just both in Nashville. And that's one of the biggest takeaways. I even did a podcast on it, a solo podcast. I just had to talk about it. It was, you have this community, uh, this coaching, it's a coaching community, you know, and, but everybody is just, just like, here's what I do. Here's yes. how I did it. This is what I do. And, and it's just like, that is awesome. That saves so much time. Devin uh, DeBach. De, de okay. Uh-huh. Uh, so he was sharing and he was running a call center for refis for a long time. Had a big team of people. And that's what they were doing. Just slaying these refis. Well, that's uh-huh. make it shut off. Right. Yes. And they dropped down to almost nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so what he did is he, he decided, well, we're going to do this you know, DSP thing. And we're going to turn this thing around. Now they're closing like 40 deals a month. They're in like 98% or not like 96% purchase, you know, is where they were hundred percent refi before, or, you know, they're yeah. all, per- they still do some refis, but they're, you know, they, he did it right. He did it. And one of the things he told me, he, t- he pulled me aside. Cause I was talking about software. I was talking about Bonzo and I do love Bonzo, right? Bonzo is really cool. And he said, Hey man, I'm not using Bonzo, but I want, you know, I'm using this other thing and I'm not saying try to switch here or anything like that. He just said, I just want you to know that I integrated the daily success plan perfectly and fully into the system so that it's fully automated and everybody knows exactly what they need to do and when they need to do it. And he says, it's really, really awesome. I got it dialed, man. It's great. Wow. I was like, mm, that's good to know. And uh-huh. so now me and Katie and and my son, right? We had to we had to get hired on by a bank. She just got hired on with a FDIC bank to make our big fat plan work right uh-huh. properly. And so I got Bonzo. I'm like, first call i made i made it yesterday i called i left devin a message like hey man you talk to you about that whole you know you got the dsp thing perfected in the in the software why do i want to try and invent it on my own irene exactly why, why would i want to try and build it on my own devin already offered it he goes i'll show yes. you exactly what i'm doing. thank you let's yes. see what you got you know that's going to save me countless hours of trial yes. and error and it's just going to save me so much frustration and so much time I tell you what, man, if the biggest thing I want to, I would say is just, my gosh, and this is going through my whole career, my journey. If I was going to summarize it right into, into something that I think would be very, very helpful would be two things. Number one, be consistent in everything you do, right? Yes. The the National Real Estate Post, Think Big Work Small, none of that would have happened if we didn't do it every single day. That's right. right. Relentlessly did it every single day. Without fail, no matter what. No matter what. Whether we were happy, sad, felt like it was working, felt like it wasn't working, we didn't care. We did it every single day. Okay, every single day. So consistency, but do yourself a big fat honk in favor and don't try to figure anything out on your own. Yes. Right. But it but most importantly, build everything off a solid plan. You have to have a solid plan. And if you don't have a solid plan, you know, chasing Facebook groups to learn what the next social media widget thing is is not going to get you a deal. 
No. You need a solid plan. You know, my whole journey has led me to that. If you've got a solid plan and you can get the help from other people and you can be consistent, you can do crazy, insane, remarkable things in this business and a story. Yes. You can make literally millions and millions of dollars a year. Millions. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can so. do it by being around other successful people that are making it happen. Yep. That's the thing. Yep. So you have I, to do that. Yeah. It's been such an honor to be able to, like I said, to have a front row seat to see what Carl and Tammy and Steve and you and a lot of people are doing and the other members of the Freedom Club also, the things that they're doing, and they will share with each other, even if they work across the street from each other. That's what oh, I yeah. love about our group. And yeah. it's amazing. But having the it right really mindset is. is another thing that's really, really important. And you can't reach your goals. So you can't get what you want without thinking the right things that are going to make you feel a certain way. And when you feel a certain way, you're going to do certain actions. Right. When you do those actions, you get the results, right? Yeah. So. What do you do, Frank, to be intentional about your mindset? Like when you get up in the morning, when you go to bed at night, what do you do? Mm -hmm. For me, I get up very early, no matter what. I'm an early riser. I'm up at 3.30 in the morning. I don't know why. It's just who I am. Maybe it's age. Maybe it's quitting the drinking. I, but for whatever reason, for the past few years, I've just been this 3.30 in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning guy. I've just been mm -hmm. waking up. Well, now what I do is, is I read the Bible, right? I, uh -huh. I get spiritually fed first thing in the morning. And that's always uplifting, you know, to me. But I tell you what, man, one of the other big blessings I have is I run loan officer breakfast club. So <laughs> at 530 in the morning, right, I'm on with 300 people, right, whatever it is daily, we'll go anywhere from between the live zoom and Facebook anywhere between, you know, 250 to 400 people every day, mm -hmm. right. And I make it a point that when I when I light up Loan Officer Breakfast Club, man, I just like I'm going to be upbeat. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be enthusiastic. Yes. Right? I'm going to be energized mm -hmm. when I host Loan Officer Breakfast Club. You know, because I want everybody else to feel that way. You know, yes. and and so for me, I have the motivation of being in front of other people every morning and. You know, I don't want to get in front of everybody and be like, all right, guys, well, you know what to do today. Uh, you know, make your calls and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, anybody got something they want to say? You know, I don't want to be that guy, you know, no. or, and I don't want to be, hey, the news is saying it's doom and gloom out there. So, exactly. you know, exactly. Who wants to hear that crap? Nobody needs right? to I, hear I, that. I don't want to hear any of that. Right. <laughs> I just, and so it's just, it's a real blessing for me because I love it, man. I, you know, it's like, I can't wait. I love blowing off some records. I'm like in love with it. I love getting on at 530. Let's go. What's yeah. going on today, guys? Come on. <laughs> Let's go. Who's got what? And I've gotten plenty of feedback from everybody just saying, dude, man, it just gets me going. It gets me it woke does. up. It just gets me moving. It gets me, you know, and it and that's what we need. And so how do I do it? I don't know. I just do it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I just do it. You, you make know, a choice. I, I make a choice. I, I really, I really do. And, and if you do it every day and you know, then it becomes just kind of part of you, you know, it, does. it just becomes part of you. And, and so, yeah, man, it's my job, Irene. It's my, <laughs> it's my job to be ex enthusiastic. Enthusiastic. You know? Yes. And get everybody yes. going first thing in the morning. Exactly. And there's a lot of people on that that are on the Pacific coast, the, mm -hmm. the West coast, Pacific coast and five 30 in the morning. Yeah. That's the time. I'm one of them. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's been great. I've been on it a few times and I've loved yeah. being on it. The only reason I haven't gotten on it earlier, I hate to admit this, is because I'm not exactly looking like I should at 5.30 in the morning 
But now it's 6.30 in the morning for me. So I do plan to oh. be on there. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but you know, there's what been a talk. blessing it's been to see you and, and get everybody going in the morning. And they're all excited to be there. And it's positive here and there. All always the positive. It goes down the, char- the chat bar. Oh, my god. Only gosh. positive. It will yeah. always and only be every day positive. Period. Yes. I'll, yes. It'll never be anything but that. It'll yes. be nothing but that. And, you know. I know a lot of people want want us to do one on the West Coast. You know, they want they want one. You know, they want two. So one for uh-huh. East Coast, one for West Coast. I, you know, I just don't know that we've got the bandwidth to make that happen no. properly. And and I think it's good. Yeah, and you know, but you know, man, come on, man, it's five thirty in the morning. Whoop de whoop. I mean, it's yep. not that early. You know, I mean, what else? Get up. Let's get going. Put it on. Let's hear what's happening. Let's. Yes. I mean, you walk out of that. It's thirty minutes. You know, by six a.m., you're going to be like, I got some yes, calls to make. I'm ready. I got, I got some stuff to do. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a great way to start the day, man. It's amazing. It's been just quite quite a joy to do. And now I'm helping with Call Stars. So, yes. Yeah. Let's talk about Call Stars for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Call Stars is crazy good. So Call Stars is. And in Nashville, Carl did a, a contract, wh- whoever wanted to sign it, where people were signing saying, I promise I will be on Call Stars, either East or West Coast. And if I'm not there, you can find me 50 bucks or 100 bucks, depending on how late I am or if I didn't show. Yes. And he got a lot of people to sign that contract. And boy, I tell you, they're all showing up on, they are on showing Call up. Stars right now. But mm-hmm. what Call Stars is, is we all get together on a Zoom. You know, so there's going to be like an East Coast, we have about 75 to 80, I think, West Coast, I think about 50 or 60, something like that. I can't remember. Uh huh. But, you know, we get together and we get on a Zoom and it's like, okay, we're going to all dial together, you know, and so everybody mutes and you can see everybody and everybody's putting their wins in the chat and people are just calling, calling, calling. And, uh, you know, we go over what we're going to do today and, you know, clear, clear things up and overcome you know, challenges, you know, mm-hmm. people might be facing, talk about the wins from the prior day. And I tell you what, Irene, it's like every day on call stars, everybody wins. Just everybody wins. Yeah. You win. I, I in Nashville, I put, I set up there, I said, you know, just showing up to call stars. Well, that's a win. Mm-hmm. That's a win. Number one, yep. picking up the phone and starting to dial. That's a win. Yes. I mean, even if you get a, a real estate agent's voicemail and you leave the voicemail saying, hey, I'd love to get to, you know, get together with you, man, get to know you a little bit better. Hey, man, give me a call back. That's a win. Yes. You know, getting a coffee appointment or a Zoom appointment, big win, right? Doing your follow-up calls, wins. Yes. They're all wins. Even if you get a voicemail, it's all wins. Doing your just ask wins, you know, it's all a win. It's never nothing but a win, mm-hmm. you know? We had a guy today, uh, it was, uh, oh, it was Ian. Ian Anderson, uh-huh. you know, Ian? Yes, I know, Ian. And so at the end of East Coast Call Stars, I picked on him. And I was like, Ian, how'd it go today? You know? And he goes, terrible. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Great. Let's hear it. Why was it terrible? You know, uh-huh. let, let's let's get through this. He goes, he goes, man, he goes, I mean, I've made a bunch of calls, got a bunch of voicemails, and a handful of people that I spoke to, and every one of them was just a complete ass. You know, like <laughs> just a complete butthole. You know, angry, unhappy, you know, stop calling, you know? And I was like, still a win. <laughs> still it a win. is a win. You still won. You left voicemails for a handful of other people. You showed up. You That's a win. You picked up the phone. That's a win. Are we going to have a couple days here and there where we only talk to a couple of grunt butts? Yep. Yeah. Hey, you get to cross them off the list. Yeah. Win. 
for win. Sure. Yeah. And uh, it's still a win. I'm sorry, but it's still a win, you know, because the day before he had a great day. You know, he had Absolutely. a great day. Yes. So I don't know, man. Call Stars is remarkable. And it, it's been really fun to to participate in that too, man. It's yeah. just been great. We do that with Mortgage Marketing Animals and Freedom Club members right. get to participate mm. in the Call Stars. And it is so yeah. amazing. I was on with you yesterday at the beginning for the first time because oh, right. usually I have calls going on during that. Other calls, coaching yeah, yeah. calls going on. That's right. That it was so, you and me yesterday, yeah, right? It was, yeah, yeah, it was us. And I kind of listened to see how you did it because it was the first time that I was going to be mm-hmm. on there with you. Mm-hmm. And what an amazing group it was. So I left it up, you know, when, cause we were on for about 10 minutes and then everybody mutes and goes and does their calls. And I was right. watching the whole thing and just, I was, I can't tell you how I felt watching it because yeah. it's the first time I attended. Yeah, I felt like, oh my goodness, look at the lives that are being changed. They're not only changing their lives and their business and their family's lives by doing this and getting the business that comes from it. They're changing the real estate agents' lives that they're calling. They're getting great service for clients that wouldn't get great service otherwise, all by making these calls. Yeah. And I was watching them. Some of them were laughing. They were smiling. Some of they them get so serious. animated. Yes. yes. Everything was really animated. Yeah, they're all super animated. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's they put neat. the in the chat bar, they put all these wins. And Not a win. I talked, I talked a to referral. a person. Yeah. Later, one of the people that I coach, I talked to her and she was telling me how of course, right after she signed that, her her dog got sick and had surgery and they were up all night and all this stuff happened. And she said, you know what, Irene, if I hadn't signed that contract, no way in heck, and she didn't use the word heck, yeah. no way in heck that I would have ever made those calls on Monday yeah. morning. Yeah. No way. But the yeah. contract does it. Yeah, it does. It's I, you, know what, you know what I like about it is, is there's a lot of coaching out there. You know, and I'm not going to say we're the only ones. We're not, right? There's a lot of, of coaching out there. But I tell you this, man, we could talk about things all day long, right? Yes. Stop talking about it. Yep. Let's do it. Let's do it, right? And that's why I like Call Stars. Call Stars is for those who are tired of talking about things, mm-hmm. uh, tired of listening to people talk about things, yes. right? Start Tired of, in their own mind, just thinking about things, mm-hmm. right? It's for people who want to do something. Yes. You know, so let's stop talking about it. Stop thinking about it. Stop listening to people talk about it. Let's just do it. Yes. You know, what do you got to lose? And the, the really neat thing is, is everybody comes out of there, especially at the end of Call Stars, like, that was awesome. It was easy. You know, it's like, yes. it's no big deal. Yep. You know, we're just having conversations with people. And exactly. oh, wow, we get a deal out of it. Oh, gee, wow, there you go. Yeah. And they feel so good because what makes people feel worse is not doing what they right. know they should do should or what we know then, we should do. Right. right. You, you'll find people getting out of the business because of that. Yes. Just, because I know I should be doing it, especially the seasoned guys right now. The, the conversation I'm having with the seasoned people, they're like, Frank, man, I just know what to do. You got, you got some guys that are just, I'm just done with this business. You know, it's like, okay, you're done with it. You know, but, mm-hmm. and then you got guys who are like, I don't want to be done with it, but oh, I just don't know what to do. Just do it, man. Just if you, if it. you do it and you make the calls, all of a sudden you'd be like, this is great. Yes. This is great. Uh, Breakfast Club, Kristen, uh, we have Kristen's Corner on Breakfast Club and uh-huh. she scours the Facebook page for stuff, you know, uh-huh. and there was a, she, and oh, but she, this was a phone call she had. She had a phone call with a new Freedom Club, new Freedom Clubber. He's been at it for 38 years. And she said, how did you get your first deal? I'm just curious. How'd you get your first deal? And he goes, well, me and my wife, this goes way back. It's 38 years, right? So this mm-hmm. goes back. 
And he said, my wife and I just opened the phone book and we would just, you know, circle all the Hispanic names. He's a Hispanic guy. Uh-huh. We would circle all the Hispanic names and I just made phone calls. And wow. that's, how I, that's how I got my business. He goes, how interesting is that? Yes. 38 years ago, the way you got your business was by having conversations with people. <laughs> and here you are 38 years later. And you know what we're going to tell you to do? Have conversations, have conversations with people. Yes. Yeah. Nothing's changed <laughs> as far as that goes, has it? No, it hasn't. You know what's changed? All the social media, all the electronics, all that stuff is awesome. It's And it's awesome for, I think, it's really awesome for top of mind. It's yes. it's great to be able to stay in front of people. If you're not mm-hmm. visible, you're invisible, right? Paul Dolan right. says, if you're not visible, you're invisible. It really helps you be visible, right? And geez, Facebook, you can do it for free. You know, mm-hmm. Instagram for free. It doesn't even cost such an advantage. Yes. But to me, what that does is, that just warms people up so that when I actually get them on the phone, they have a little familiarity with me, yes. right? But it's still that conversation that's going to win the deal or that mm-hmm. conversation that's going to move the needle, right? I mean, you could get something out of a Facebook post. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to deny that or out of an email, but right. I'm sure you, you can get something, right? But I'll tell you what, you put two people together, one guy's doing only electronic stuff, one guy's doing electronic plus phone calls, the oh. guy's doing electronic plus phone calls is just going to decimate the other person. Yes. Just decimate the person. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's what's different today. Yes. You know, and people get caught up, too caught up in the in the in the electronic stuff. I'm not poo-pooing it. I love it. I do it. We do it. It's brilliant. Yes. You know, but but what really moves the needle is making the phone call behind it. Right. Yes. Get the electronic stuff out there. Make the phone call behind it. Total winner. One without the other isn't going to work. When I mean that, I mean doing the social media and everything electronic is going to be great, but not without the phone calls. It's hand in hand. It's not. It really is. If you Mm want to really do well, it is. If you that you got to you got to as an originator, you got to figure out who are you. You know, am I a person that's perfectly content and happy with closing two deals a month? Is Mm -hmm. is that my life? Is that who I am? Am I an originator that chases conditions and talks to a couple of people and closes two deals a month? Is that what this is all about for me? And if that's what it is all about for you, fine. Yes. If that's what you you want, that's great. All good. But if you're an originator and you're like, you know, I'd rather do like 15, 20, maybe 30 deals a month. I'd I'd like to build some kind of a legacy or build some kind of a business kind of do something remarkable, well, then you got to you got to do things the right way. And then when it comes to, uh, you know, this electronic marketing and all that kind of stuff, yeah, you got to do that stuff, but it, you got to couple it with a phone call. Yes. You have to, otherwise yeah. you have no chance. It's all about building so, relationships, isn't it? That hasn't yeah. changed over the last 39 years or a, at no. all. It's no. all about building relationships. Just it like we is. build them by seeing each other in the Freedom Club and by us seeing each other occasionally every three months at least. Yeah. That's how they do it with their real estate agents and other yeah. other clients. clients that they real have. estate agents. That's it. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on today. And we appreciate you guys listening today and watching us on YouTube. And if you enjoyed this today, please share it with other loan officers. And if you feel so inclined to give us a five-star review, we would really appreciate it. It helps us to get the word out there. And if you're interested in taking a look at our training classes that Frank mentioned earlier, For your mortgage support staff, take a look at LoanTeamTraining.com and enjoy the rest of your week, everybody. Thank you, Frank, for being here. You bet. See you all later. All righty. Bye-bye.
Do you have a loan partner who does the loan consultations, structures the loan and converts the buyer to work with you? Or maybe you have a loan partner or a team member that you would like to move into that position so that you can be freed up to go get even more loans. How about a newer loan officer who could benefit from some training and how to convert buyers to work with them? Our client conversion training is very specific to this role. It will help them convert even more clients to work with you and your team. We help you to be seen as a trusted advisor. We cover every aspect of converting clients to work with you. They're going to learn emotional intelligence, what it is and how to utilize it. They'll discover the key to a success mindset. Yep, we go deep on this one. How to build rapport right from the first conversation. How to ask the right questions. How to answer objections. Specific dialogues and strategies to overcome rate shoppers. They're going to practice live with other class members. And they're going to also learn how to ask for and receive referrals. How to master the loan consultation with loan strategies that help the buyer make great decisions for their future. Client conversion training will set your team apart when they implement the training that they're going to receive in our class. It's a virtual interactive class on Zoom with live trainers and your team members can attend from wherever they are as long as they have audio and video. Everyone participates. It's a 10 hour live class divided into two and a half hour sessions from 9 to 11.30 on Thursday and Friday for two weeks in a row. Sign up your loan partner today at loanteamtraining.com. You'll find the class on the client conversion training tab.